Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast, or I would like to say the Beat Break Morning Show. Good morning. It is Sean Garvey, ladies and gentlemen, working behind the scenes, working in the production studios. Still trying to get this whole thing figured out regarding removing some things from our live stream. Uh, we're live tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let's get a hand clap for that. We're live tonight on the Flow Television Network. There we go. Boom. There we go on the Flow Television Network. Also on Reach One Network TV. I am Sean Garvey. Welcome to the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, no, we are not doing Soul Dates Live tonight. If you are watching us on Reach One Network TV and Soul Dates Live for all those that may be wondering, uh, Soul Dates Live is doing a hiatus at the right uh, at the moment right now, uh, So Days Live will be back in November of this year, 2023, cuffing season. So please, please, please be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're going to be joined by the homie DJ Rollum. He's going to join us in just a few moments. Also, we may be bringing back, we may be bringing back the lovely and talented Star Kills. A little bit later on the show. Make sure you follow us at Beat Break Radio on all your social media at Beat Break Radio. And don't forget to add us at Beat Break Radio and at Sean Garvey, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Tonight, we're live, like I said, ladies and gentlemen. Um, got the homie Trey Amazing back in the studio with us. What up, Trey? How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. You know, uh, hustling and bustling. <laughs> Same here, bro. I, I I know the the struggle is real. Yeah, you celebrated something uh, recently. Was it your birthday? I believe was it your birthday or what was it? Uh, about a month. Yeah, my birthday. My birthday was August sixth. So uh, yeah. that was the last thing I celebrated. Okay, okay. And you and uh, your your lady, you all went on a vacation, I believe, like on a trip. Yeah. Yeah, we flew to uh, Brooklyn, New York. I've never been to. I've been in New York before, but I've never been to Brooklyn. Um, so yeah, she uh, she flew me to Brooklyn for my birthday. Uh, had a good time. Had a had a really nice time. It was a nice weekend, and uh, took in the sights. And uh, yeah, it was a dope birthday. Dope, dope, dope. All right, is Brooklyn in the house? Indeed. Fred <laughs> love the Brooklyn way. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You uh, planning on going back up there one day? Oh, absolutely, man. You can't really do Brooklyn in um, just a few days. I mean, we, you know, we, I mean, we got an opportunity. Hmm? No, go ahead. You know, we did Brooklyn, you know, we were in Harlem. We spent half a day in Harlem, uh, drove through the Bronx and, um, you know, we were in Yonkers for a little bit, but, you know, a large majority of the time we were there, we were in Brooklyn. Had a great time, took in some sights. Um, but again, you know, you can't do Brooklyn in a few days. So we definitely plan on going back. Um, again, we had a good time. New York, every time I've been in New York has been uh, a blast. It's a vibrant city, a lot of people, very diverse. So it, it was a great time to be had. Yeah, I feel like I want to play some Brooklyn instrumentals in the background just by you saying that. I, I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I got a feeling I, I need to play you gotta, something. You, I need to play something in the background. Something you can find some some Biggie or Jay Z instrumentals or yeah. 
something yeah no absolutely no biggie uh we got a chance the hotel we were staying in we were staying at um uh hotel downtown brooklyn and um the new monument dedicated to biggie was just built it was just unveiled the weekend before we got there so we got yeah. a chance to see the biggie monument and you know it was, it was really nice it was a great turnout if you anybody who follows my instagram you can see the pictures Ooh, ooh okay make sure you follow uh, at the dating commentator, so you can check out the pictures that him and the fam took up there mm -hmm. in New York. I love Definitely, it. I love it, man. So, if or when you do go back up north to NY, Brooklyn, right? Uh, what do you want to do? Because you know, to tell you, first time I went to New York was in 2011. Mm -hmm. I got family that's from New York, and I didn't get the full New York experience. I was only up there for three days. That of was course, so you're not. Quick, right? So you didn't get, you. I couldn't get the full New York experience for three days in New York, right? But I do plan to go back up there in the near future. One thing I did not do when I was up there in New York, I didn't take the subway. And, and that was one of the things that I wanted to do was take the subway. Um, I would say, be, I would say definitely be careful what you ask for because you may get it. Um, the very first time I, I was in New York was in 2003 and, um, I did, I tried to, I did the subway and coming from Atlanta and flying to New York, if you don't have a frame of reference or if you don't have someone from New York helping you, guiding you, you probably will get lost. So the first time I tried the subway, I certainly got lost. I got lost in New York. I got lost underground New York. I felt like a kid in a department store. I felt like I need an adult, um, need someone to help me figure out my way. Um, I would definitely say if you're from Atlanta and you fly to New York, just understand that the subway system is not um, the same as the sub as the MARTA, the MARTA system here. Yeah, just because you can understand MARTA in Atlanta does not mean you're going to understand the subway in uh, New York. So I would certainly say um, think before you move, because again, if you're down there, it's very easy to get lost and it's very easy to lose your way. Um, but yeah, just like anybody else, I'm like, you do it enough time, you'll, you'll get the hang of it. Yeah, yeah. I got my Biggie instrumental playing in the background, by the way. I got Indeed. it. Oh, Biggie Smalls is the illest. Oh. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Hey, uh, tonight, uh, of course, this is the Beat Break Morning Show, but we are doing the morning show in the evening time, uh, of course, on, uh, let's see, Facebook at Sean Garvey and on the Flow Television Network, theflow.lightcast.com, as well mm -hmm. as on YouTube. We are all over the place. If you have not gotten the Flow app, definitely go and get the Flow app so you can watch us live on your mobile device, on your TV Wherever you get your streaming from, watch The Flow on the new web app at theflow.lightcast.com. And you can also download The Flow app, like I said, to your mobile device or any device, smart device that you have in your inventory. So I got a number of different things, Trey Amazing, that I want to go over on the Beat Break Morning Show. And I'm still waiting for DJ Rollum and the crew to come on uh, because, uh, you know, the news, the news 24-7, we're in the industry, Trey. And... It's just some stuff that you you come across in the wire, and mm -hmm. you just gotta you know at times speak your mind about certain things. 
in the world of pop culture in the world of current events and things of that sort uh but so we definitely going to get into that we we definitely going to get into that man but um let's do it before we get into that gotta tell you how my weekend went <laughs> let's do it let me hear my, my weekend, how did weekend my, go my, my weekend was pretty good you know like when you talk to people whether it's family members or people that are non-DNA related, you start learning things, more things about them, and it, it helps you become more of a different person. You start to see things a lot more differently than you did in the past when you talk to people. So I, I find that to be very interesting. I had lunch with my mentor, shots to Reggie Gay. I mean, you know, we, we have a very great over 15 year working relationship with each other. And he always dropped jewels, you know, to young brothers like myself. So uh, we had lunch over at the Cracker Barrel. Shout out to the great nice. over at Cracker Barrel. And nice pancakes. We got some great pancakes over there. Oh, indeed. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. Uh, you know, I years ago, I never stepped one foot inside of a Cracker Barrel restaurant mm. <laughs> because of some things that I heard about Cracker, Cracker Barrel back in the day. Uh, but ever since I started eating there with my mentor, that's kind of like our hangout spot, if you will. I never had any problems. I never had any problems eating at Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never had problems. I, I, I haven't been to Cracker Barrel and God, it's been definitely over 10 years. It's been a long time since I met, you know, met up with friends at Cracker Barrel. But uh, when I did, I never had problems. I just remember the food being really good, very big. I just remember the pancakes being big, being very filling and uh, having the itis afterwards. But other than that, no, never had any any bad experiences. Yeah, yeah. Never had any bad experiences. I probably would have had bad experiences in the past at Cracker Barrel. But nowadays, you start to see a lot more diversity inside of the Cracker Barrel restaurant. <laughs> Times have changed now. Diversity is the word. Yeah. Yeah, not just only the people, the, the people that come in and patronize the business, but also the workers there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, there you go. I ain't and mad at that. Yeah, and I also caught a movie. Oh, which cat? While I was working in the studio, I had a chance to watch the updated version of House Party. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, how? how Did, um, have you ever seen the updated version of House Party? Um, no, I've never seen the updated version. But I got to be honest, there, I, there's very, very, very little interest on my part to see it. I'm not, you know, shout out to the people that are in it. I know LeBron James is in it and Wheezy and I, I know. I know, no, I know it was chock full of celebrities, but um, yeah, I got to be honest, you know, again, I'm, I just turned 44 years old. I remember the original house party. I don't want to see a departure from that. I, you know, for the, for the generation Z and everyone, if they want to watch house party, the new version, I got no problem with it. I support it. I'm just not that I think, you know, the, the, this version is going to be one of those, if I'm somewhere, somewhere, you know, and, and it's happened to be on, I'll watch it. I'll watch it then, but it's not something I want to 
you know, I, have, I want to prioritize watching. I don't want it to take away from the original. I think that's my issue. Well, let me tell you something. And I got to turn the beat down for this. It was like watching Soul Plane Part 2. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't even see Soul Plane for that. The trailer for Soul Plane was enough to make me not want to see Soul Plane. So by you saying that, that's even more of a reason why I don't need to see it. Yeah. It was that bad, man. It was that bad. Yeah. That bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron James just needs to stick to just basketball. Just he stick to what's the good at stick to basketball. <laughs> Again, because, like I mean, I mean was, they yeah. they show House Party a lot on TV one lately and again i'm a big fan of house the first house party but again i'm a big fan of it mainly because of my age you know what i mean so i'm a big kid and play fan yeah the idea that this being a new version or a new age version of i'm like you know what personally i would have just I'm like how about you just leave that on call it something else call it house gathering or or fun party or house party with black people. I don't know, call it something else, but I just, I wasn't interested. If I yeah. see it, I'm not against seeing it, but again, it'll be a case of if I watch it, it means I'm watching because I'm somewhere where it's playing and I don't have the remote control. Right, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's why I say LeBron just sticks to basketball because um, he was also in the updated version of Space Jam as well. Mm. It was also in the updated. You, have you seen that also? No. <laughs> I, um, I, dag, I forgot Space Jam did come out with another version. Again, yeah. another one of those, another one of those instances. I remember seeing the original Space Jam at the drive in back when I was in high school, back in 1996 or. It was either 95 or 96, whenever it came out. I remember seeing it at the drive-in drive on a date. Um, I, for, dag, I forgot there was a new Space Jam out. Go ahead, LeBron. I, I'm not mad at no, the, no, the no, rap don't, don't now. Go ahead. Don't go ahead, LeBron. Don't go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at the rationale. Just not – doesn't right. pique my interest. But, right. you know, hey, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, do your thing on the court, just not in movies. Uh, DJ Rogo. <laughs> Right. joining in with us, man. Hey, I got to I have to apologize to both you and Star Kills. I put in the memo that we were starting live at 9 p.m. I'm thinking Soul Dates Live because over the past couple of Sundays, for those that don't know, I curated a new show, a new dating show over the summer called Soul Days Live, which started at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday nights. Same networks. But I sent the memo out to DJ Rollo and, and Star saying the show starts at 9, when in reality, the show started at 8 p.m. Right. And, <laughs> and I said, and I was thinking it was going to be 8. Then I got a text saying, um, you know how we got to set up and everything. Yeah. And I saw that five minutes too. And I'm like, okay. I'm, hey, I'm just reading what I said. I can't figure out what's in the head. You only can read or hear what you say. That's it. <laughs> My wife says that to me all the time. Can't, I can't figure out what's in your head. You need to tell me what you're saying. 
I know, I'm by that. Like, I know we're, 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 we're mad. We're logic. We're, we're mad. Yeah. We're logic. Yeah, we're logic. <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Hey, man, at least you stay ready, though. Yeah, I was like, all right, we can make sure everything's cool and everything. Because I was like, okay, yeah, I take care of stuff and all that, and the stuff has been taken care of, and and I'm I'm just good, man. What's up, homie? What's up, man? Trey Mason. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Not much. Good. Yeah. So don't worry, don't fret. Everybody, star is going to be on shortly. I just sent the wrong memo out to my own team, so. Bash on, bash on, bash on. <laughs> because I, I think we need another person, not only another person, uh, another woman. We need another woman on this topic because this topic is, is juicy. I don't like using the word juicy a lot, but it's going to be juicy. It's going to be Man, juicy please. I mean, some women call themselves juicy. Um, uh, skinny and, and, and uh, BBWs, man, call themselves juicy. So, man, don't, don't, don't take it like that, man. Man, please. <laughs> You know, and they know, and they know why they all come to call them juicy anyway. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another Biggie uh, song, by the way. Uh, the juicy, right. yeah, Biggie song. We celebrating fifty years of hip hop. Thank you for that segue, uh, DJ Roland. We're still celebrating fifty years of hip hop, and uh, what a good time! What a good time this year for all of us to celebrate fifty years of hip hop. Of course, Trey, amazing. You went to Brooklyn. You went to the state. Where hip hop was born. Oh, not indeed. In, not in Brooklyn, of course, in the Bronx. So you was in a in the Bronx. Bronx. We, yeah, we, we, Bronx. we drove. We drove through the Bronx. Yeah. We, we got a chance to drive through the Bronx as we were heading uh, upstate New York. We were driving to upstate New York to visit um, the grave of Malcolm X and a few other people. And we just we didn't stop in the Bronx. We just drove through it. Um, so, yeah, shout out, you know, 50 years of hip hop. That's a that's an amazing feat. Yeah, 50 years of hip-hop, man. We're still celebrating it. If you did not catch our first episode in a while where we had Xavier Brandon and DJ Sturgis from B103 and WAOK, as well as Troy Fayola, uh, female MC hip-hop artist, on the uh, previous episode of the Beat Break Morning Show as we were talking about all things 50 years of hip-hop. Go check that out right now on ReachOneNetwork.tv. It's on Spotify right now. Uh, Reach One Network. Great interview, man. Uh, great discussion. Great conversation. DJ Rowling, you was a part of the conversation. And it was just great to have a conversation surrounding one of our favorite genres, or if not one of our favorite genres, our, our favorite genre out of all yeah. the genres of hip-hop. And I said, just to give audiences a recap, uh, hip-hop not only saved my life, but hip hop has um, really created opportunities for me. So big shout out to hip hop. We also joined by Star Kills, who is mad as <laughs> What's up? What's Sorry up? Miss She Talk Atlanta's in the building. Okay. Yes, yes Star Kills in the car. I'm in the car. You know why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, just just make sure your eyes are on the road. Always on get, the road. You, you don't get into no accidents. We don't want that because we're live streaming tonight. 
And uh, yeah, we don't want to end up on TMZ like that. So <laughs> no, we don't want to get popular like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, though? What y'all talking about? We haven't gotten into our topics uh, that we're gonna discuss tonight. We were just pretty much talking about our weekend. I talked about how much House Party, the updated modern day version of it, is so plain too, in my opinion. Really? Yep. House Party. Yeah. The updated one. Uh, the one that came out earlier this year in January. Right. Yeah. What were you talking mm. about? You, you don't like it? I saw the movie over the weekend. And there's a reason why the movie went straight from theaters to Tubi. Oh my god, you said Tubi. There's nothing wrong with Tubi. There's nothing wrong with Tubi. There's nothing wrong with Tubi. Oh wow, that's funny. That is funny. But that's where I watched the movie from. I watched it on Tubi. I was surfing. I was surfing through the catalog of right. movies that they had and house party just happened to be next between janky promoters and some type of nc nc 17 movie of a side chick having a three-way <laughs> with some dude who's an up-and-coming actor and riding oh uber, wow driving an uber and lift car at the same time so, wow, that's, 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 a, lot. that's a lot going on. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot going on, Sean. I, but again, based on what you're saying, I didn't need to see the movie to know. Well, I take it back. I didn't need to see the movie. Uh, hence, why I'm not surprised it went straight to two. Because again, you know, it's. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm maybe I'm just I'm I'm being that that old man, you know, get off my lawn type thing. I'm like, nah, that ain't gonna, don't call it house, but call it something else. I'd still rather. I haven't even seen the movie, and I still would prefer the original House Party. That's just me though. Look, I guess that's like how people were uh, prefer the original Coming to America. Coming Ooh. to America, the updated version was okay. It, it could it. Could not compare it to the original one. Cannot compare it to the original one. But I didn't even movies, think it was okay. Some... I just think that they should have just left coming to America alone and came up with some other thing. I I agree a thousand. Star, stop. What it? Your name, Star. I agree with you one thousand percent. I have been saying this. I. Because it's coming to America, I, I can't really share my opinion on social media like that because I don't want to get dragged. But I saw the updated coming to America, whatever, and I was just pissed off. I was just like, "What? no, no. I just shook my head. And I, I damn near threw the remote at the TV. I was like, they could have kept that. They, they I, you know, I appreciate the fact that they gave so many people jobs because a lot of people, you know, worked. And I appreciate that. But as far as the plots... And the the screen, I was just like, yeah, y'all could have kept that. Y'all really could have kept that. Y'all, I know, I know, folks are bored, but we ain't that bored. Mm -mm. And I and I really thought Eddie Murphy would have more screen time, 
But according to what the rumors are, and I'm not speaking facts because I'm not too sure, the budget was not as, I guess, abundant as they would have hoped because they were throwing some actors in there and some original veteran actors. But if you notice, none of them really had no long roles, no, not a lot of speaking because you have to pay them um, yeah. accordingly. So that's another thing. And then you notice they had new actors in there that, you know, they were given first time actors opportunities too, because of course we talking about budget here, you know, so I that played a part, but however, that's why I feel like they should have just left it alone and not fall into the pressures of um, your viewers and fans. Cause really the fans is the reason why they ended up doing this other one, because we kept begging, um, for another coming to America. Like, mm -hmm. we're coming to America 3 coming. You know, but I think they took that pressure and didn't do uh, what they really needed and wanted to do. And if these actors truly cared about the actual coming to America judge, Eddie Murphy is filthy rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. he could have threw some cash up in that thing. He wouldn't have been losing out on nothing. He could have did a tax write-off or something, but yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I I'm just a fan of, again because I grew up watching these movies. I admire them so much. I am a belief that certain things don't. It, it's not worth the risk. It's not worth you know risk. Um, you know affecting the original. I really wish. Yeah, I know there are some people who liked it. I'm one of those people. I really wish Coming to America was never made. Just do something else. Um, yeah. Just, I really wish, like, leave coming to America. The first coming to America was hilarious beyond hilarious. It was too funny. There's such thing as some things are funny. It was classic. way too funny. It was a classic. Leave it alone. Some things I'm like, you know, I can understand making a reboot out of a movie that maybe didn't do so well or didn't amount to what people thought. But, you know, I was like, no, leave that, leave that alone. Our right. were too high, and I think that's what Sean is saying for this, you know... House party. House party. We yeah. we got some good house parties, so, like, if you're gonna come with a house party, you gonna, you better come correct. You're not, you, you can't be coming with no dried up nothing and then expecting us to just accept it and take it. You're gonna get yeah. some criticism, and then, like right. you say, you know, you're gonna go on Tubi after less than 24 hours, which is unfortunate, but to be lit though, but at the same time, I mean, we yeah. still want you to be in the box office and making coin, you know, but it is what it is. If you're not going to deliver, then don't, don't mess up a good thing, man. No, I, I agree. I, I definitely, I, um, I know that when, when coming to America came out, it was still, we were still dealing with the pandemic. We were still, um, on lockdown. Let me tell you something. I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed in coming to America. The girl I was dating at the time, me and, my, me and my girl at the time got into an argument because of my disappointment in the movie. And I'm just Whoa. like, you know what? This is a sign that I, I should never watch this movie again. I, and I haven't watched it since. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Argument about the movie. We had a reason for the breakup. Yeah, had a, they ain't a reason for the breakup either, right? No, I like it. No, no I like it. it. It probably should. It, you know what? It probably should have been. I probably should have gotten out 
um, not long afterwards, but we full on had a, a disagreement. We had an <laughs> argument because uh, because she she didn't appreciate my disappointment. You know, she was you know she's young. She's nine years younger than me, so she was. You know, she just didn't like how critical I was of the movie. And I'm just like, this is some BS. This is some straight up BS. <laughs> That's because she ain't understand. That's all. Yeah, I'm just like, it's all good. She didn't respect the opinion. She didn't respect the opinion. And that's the problem. This is why we're about to have that conversation later on this morning and or tonight. <laughs> throwing, <laughs> throwing your ex under Depending the bus. on what side of the world you on. <laughs> throwing your ex under the bus. We'll get into that momentarily. But just to put a bow on the house party discussion, you know, if you if you into updated classics, then cool. That's on you. However, for me, what kept me watching the entire movie was that I found out later that Maya was featured in it. I was getting ready. I was getting ready to stop watching it 25 minutes into the film. And then I saw Maya in the film. And I was like, okay. Maya kept you going. Maya, Maya kept you going. Maya kept me going. Singer, We're talking about the, sing, the singer, Maya, right? The singer, yeah. The 90s oh, yeah. singer. The, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I, don't, I understand. It's all oh, I'm Sean. You know what? I understand. I I, sh I understand, and I, I ain't mad at that. And she played herself in the film, y'all. So that's why it didn't make sense to me because she played herself, and I, I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. But let's just say that Maya made a decision in the movie that you would never thought that Maya would make in the film. And don't Sean, worry, folks. Don't worry, folks. It doesn't involve nudity. It doesn't involve nudity, okay? That's a in shame. My, in my dark, twisted fantasy mind, it should have been, but it wasn't. In the <laughs> you got to go to OnlyFans. You know what? Um, you, might, you might as well. You might as well put some spoilers. A, a spoiler would probably help the movie at this point. Um, that probably helped the movie it's at this a, point, but so plain too. But you know, again, With yeah, Maya, Maya only in five seconds of the movie, just like in lottery ticket. Oh, okay, yeah, we, oh, we going, here, we going here, down. Here's a, here's a messed up movie. I gotta say this: here's a messed up movie that should never been touched. And I'm, I'm like, I guess the younger generation is supposed to get into it. Was How High Two? That was one of the most horrible movie remakes I've ever seen and heard. I only saw about ten minutes, and I couldn't. The tent. The 10 minutes was a waste of my time. Waste of my life. You know what? Let me let me just say this. Let me say this in response to what DJ just said. I don't need to watch How High 2. As soon as you hear Lil Yachty's in it, I'm like, I don't need to watch it. <laughs> there ain't nothing in that movie. Because it was like Little Yachty and what was it, DC Young Fly? Or... Right. Who was yeah. also in House Party. Was, yeah. Oh, my that God. That was enough. There's certain things, certain things in my mind. Once I hear them, I check out. I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> so once I hear, because I watched the original House Part. I mean, How High, thought it was funny. I'm a, right. I'm, a I'm a fan of Met the Man the whole nine. I thought it was funny, um, and I'm I'm a 420 advocate. But How High too, I didn't need to see that. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need yeah, to, I mean, you don't need to waste my time or waste my cable yeah, yeah. Um, with that advertisement. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, it's it's just a movie that you just put on when you are being distracted by something else. So, you know, hey, TV's on, how high to, hey, just leave it there because I'm not even watching the TV screen. I'm watching. I'd rather look at Scooby Doo than look at how high to. I mean, I'm just being real. Right. <laughs> no, I, I agree. If it's if it's that, you know, if it's like that and you need background noise or background whatever, yeah, turn it to the Golden Girls. Don't put it on How High Two. <laughs> Don't put it on Coming to America. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Put it on. You can put, you know what I mean? I'm just because I'm a simple kind of person. You can right. play Golden Girls. You no, you know what? I take it further. Put it on Seinfeld. That's enough for me. Woo! You ain't got to wow. play. Don't knock Seinfeld. I like Seinfeld. Man. I like Seinfeld too. I'll yeah. take Seinfeld, yeah. Golden Girls. I'll take. I'll take damn. I'll take Frasier before I watch <laughs> How High Two. So, so the black delegation is trading How High Two for the Golden Girls and Seinfeld. Okay, got you. All right, wow. damn near. Yep. Wow. All right. Wow. I, I would much. I could much rather. I much rather watch Blanche. Than DC Young Fly, easy, <laughs> like straight up. All right. Oh, uh, okay, so we, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we got a number of different things to talk about on the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, one other thing too, I am so excited for the new program lineup that's kicking off next week, the week of September 11th. We got a new program lineup on 87 FM 101, the Vibe FM. It's going to be some jazz music in between shows. We got some new shows. We got some new uh, episodes of, of course, like the Beat Break Morning Show and uh, the Entrepreneurial You. Uh, we also got some other new shows coming uh, next week. The Ryan Show FM is coming back with some brand new shows as well, including Radio Super, the 502 R&B Show. Shout outs to... The crew, Charles Kings, a.k.a. Uh, DJ Mr. Yeah, out there in Kentucky, one-on-one, the Bible FM. So, yeah, uh, yeah, so next week, we got brand new, brand new content, and we're bringing on some brand new commentators for the Beat Break Morning Show in the Beat Break Morning News starting at 6 a.m. next week, Monday morning, 6 a.m. That's when the brand new program lineup will kick off, man. Yeah, we got a, a new person that's going to be doing the hot 411 wire. Not because I don't want to. It's just that I just don't feel like it. I just don't feel like doing the entertainment report anymore. <laughs> but we got, we got some new voices to the to the morning news, to the uh, morning news and the Beat Break Morning Show. So I'm excited about that. Star is back. We're getting ready to go into our topics. Yes, honey, I'm back just in time. Show. Just in time, just in time. All right, so a lot has been happening in the uh, 50 years of hip-hop period. And when I mean artists dropping the mic or doing a mic drop, I, I don't mean it literally. I meaning actually dropping the mic, throwing the mic, <laughs> and um, getting somebody's head busted in the midst of things. So, of course... 50 Cent, Star Kills, Fantasy Baby Daddy. Um, Never. <laughs> really? I'm just saying, you like them chocolate brothers. You like them chocolate brothers. <laughs> I mean, you you went crazy when you saw Don't let me take off my glasses, Sean. <laughs> but I'm not 50 Cent, so why are you taking off your glasses? 
I'll take my glasses off for you, but definitely not for 50 Cent. Okay. Why? Because of this incident that happened during his uh, final tour? Because 50 Cent is an incident. Okay. So for those that don't know, 50 Cent was performing, uh, I believe, in L.A., West Coast. And he had some mic issues. Um, And he got very frustrated after two attempts of trying to rap into the mic or what have you. Uh, he got frustrated and threw the mic in the crowd, hitting a fan in the stands who happens to be a radio personality. And uh, we've seen the pictures online. Got a very big hole in her head. Very big hole. Um, look like, like a pothole. Look like an Atlanta hold pothole in her head. F-U-C up. <laughs> You want to finish telling the story, Star? I think she's more in shock than anything. <laughs> like I, mean, you I said, be. he you is an accident. You said, you said 50 Cent is an accident. He's a walking incident, accident, fault, default. Oh, so you weren't jamming default. to in the club, right? You weren't jamming in the club, right? Uh... That's neither here nor uh, <laughs> 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 Don't so, call me out. Go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. So the person that got hit in the head by the microphone was a uh, radio personality uh, by Hannah Money Gain. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name correctly is a very unique name uh but she's a radio personality for power 106 and Mm. had to be hospitalized for severe injuries after getting hit by that microphone that was thrown by curtis jackson 50 cent that shit must have was made up can i turn (laughs) you were just And I'm thinking severe, online. severe. God, dog, man, severe. No, honestly, what what was it? What was it? What was it? Either what was it? August or July when Cardi B threw the microphone at the at the it woman? Was and, it was this past summer. Yeah. summer. yeah. No, I mean, if you anybody who's held a microphone, you know those things are heavy. They can be heavy. It's mostly metal. Um, I can see how somebody like 50 Cent, who 50 Cent is not a skinny guy. He's not a small dude. 50 Cent is kind of built. He's kind of brolic. So with him, you know, hurling a microphone at someone, I can see that really causing some um, some trauma. I so causing some money, too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Money. Oh, yeah. oh, no, no. That's the other thing. Whoever whoever got hit. Um, you know, I hope they're okay. I hope they make a speedy recovery. But they know they're in the hospital. You know, they're living large. They know, OK, I'm about to get a check for this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So there are sources that have came out saying that 50 Cent did not mean or he didn't have no intention of hitting the woman. He just got frustrated because once again, his mic wasn't working. He had to get another mic. The mic was still not working. He just got frustrated, agitated, threw it and ended up hitting the radio personality's head 
leaving a Atlanta pothole in her head. <laughs> Not an Atlanta pothole. She's an Atlanta yeah. pothole. Really? Well, it's a, if you look on the picture right now, it went viral. If you look at it, it looks like an Atlanta pothole. I'm gonna have to check it out. I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't been looking for it, but I'll, I'll definitely check it out. But at the end of the day, like I said, whoever uh, this person is, I mean, I hope they're doing well. I hope they're making a speedy recovery. But they've got to be paid, regardless of your intention. It doesn't matter if it, you know, fifty cent intended to do it. The fact remains, even if the microphone fell out of your hand, it hit someone, caused a, you know, huge gas or hole or whatever. Oh, they're about to be paid. You're gonna have to pay some money. You have to, you know, you have to get it up some kind of way because at the end of the day, you know, that's that's jacked up. That's messed up. Even if you're frustrated, there are better ways to express frustration than to assault somebody. Even if it again, even if it was unintentional, he's going to have to pay for that. Well, I got to say this. I got to say this part. He had a stage that he could have threw that on. A stage. He could have dropped it by his side if he was that damn frustrated. He could have threw it at a drama on the stage. He could have threw, threw it anywhere but in the crowd, in the audience of human beings. I think he was trying to, from what I was told, uh, I think he was trying to hit the sound person. Right, but here's the thing. Because guess it, what? Hey. That's intentional and you, that's more money. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's here's the, the 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 concrete problem of everything that Shauna has just explained. Fifty Cent should go after the sound crew um, that started all this because it caused the frustration, his madness, and everything. Okay, because yeah. um, I'm going by what I experienced um, on DJ's Day Out. DJ's Day Out, they had the best sound system I have ever heard. And it was so clear. Mm. What I mean by clear, I said, do y'all even do um, this sound system for, for artists and whatnot? And he said, yeah, and we always try to get recommended. We're trying to build their business and whatnot. That sound system that messed up the mics for 50 Cent had a serious problem. That's going to be the concrete problem. So 50 Cent going to get sued by the person who got hit by the mic. 50 Cent's going after that sound system crew to get the money to help pay for the medical bills of that uh, unfortunate incident. That's what's going to happen. Hmm. 50 Cent got money. He got money. You know, his <laughs> yeah, he got money. A lot but of that money. sound system going to have to pay, too. Yeah. Because you got to have that good sound. You got to have that great sound. And you got to have good mics and whatnot. If he had to go through two mics... That's one more. That's one mic more than he should have been using, and whatnot. Because you got you you got to entertain the audience with the arts, and if you don't do all that on when you hit that button on when that power button is on, and you already already did a sound check anyway before he even performed, why do you have problems as soon as he opened up his mouth? I'm looking at that. I can hear 50 Cent saying a song, get hit by a microphone by me, baby, being me in there. I can hear it right now. You will. Get hit by a You're going to have some money. That's going to go viral. Watch what you saying, because I even imagine that, that people saying, get hit by a mic, baby, be a millionaire, get hit by my mic, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be busting in the next day Listen. or two. Look, I'm not, at, when it's all said and done, I'm not I wouldn't be mad at the radio personality because, again, you know, getting hit by a random artist, getting hit by somebody who, 
nobody knows the difference than getting hit by a 50 cent. You, you hit me, a 50 cent hits me, I'm showing up at the courtroom with a neck brace and a wheelchair and a walker, you know, bandages from head to toe. I want everything. I want his whole catalog, his publishing, everything. You know, Stan, Stan, yeah, you know, Stanley Stan Stan from up the street, Stanley, the mailman up the street, hit me with something. I'll walk it off. I'm like, it's all good, bro. Have a nice day. Man, you wasn't without no. power money, too, man. You wasn't without power That's money. Yeah, I want, oh, definitely. I want a feature in power. I want to be. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I want I want my name. I want my name to be in the opening credits. I want to have. I want it all. I want my name to be in the opening credits. I want I want a, a, a prominent feature. I want a, a sex scene. I want everything in power if I wow. get hit. On top of that and money. Everything. Y'all hear that noise or that's just me? I hear it. Oh, I, I hear it. That ain't me. It, it goes in that ain't me. That ain't me. Not me. Not it. I don't know. It sounds like okay, somebody but, eating. That might be 50 Cent himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh you know, I got to quit using profanity. Now, I got one thing I'm going to say, though. I feel like this speaks a lot more to um, how we handle things as far as our temper. Um, even though, of course, the sound wasn't going on right, right? And, um, you know, it's not good when you're doing a show. You want to give the people what they came for. I, I get that. But the way that he, first of all, you know, it, it wasn't working the first time, then it wasn't working the second time, right? Um, you could have just told the audience, hold on really quick. I mean, you, you have control of your own performance. and True, but I mean, they don't do that. Because this has happened before to even people who are way more superstardom than uh, 50 Cent. I can I can go on YouTube and get playbacks, even of Ariana Grande, even even with Beyonce. Sometimes they say, y'all hold up. It, go fix that right now so I can continue. It, what I'm saying is it could have been a better way of him handling it um, and channeling his energy instead of throwing it. That says more about like, you know, Hey, you you might need to have a little bit more self control, and it speaks. It's, I'm not surprised that he did it only because mm -hmm. you see how he rant and raved on social media. I mean, he can go from one to one hundred, like you know, and it's entertaining until it's not entertaining anymore. And it's, I think until he's already at somebody gets hurt. Yeah, he's already at a hundred. He goes. He, he tends to go from a hundred to two million. <laughs> to me. Me. That, that's, that's, that's how 50 Cent is, you know? That's why he be saying me and that have a get hit by a microphone by me, be a millionaire. Because <laughs> it's just the same. I don't know. No, I don't know what, I don't know if it's me, but I definitely want them to hear us, and I don't know a lot of staticky thing is happening. I'm telling you, that might be 50 Cent listening in. Because he's going to troll us. 50 Cent is going to troll us on IG, and that's probably him eating... I don't know. I don't know if that's that vitamin water that he's drinking. He's <laughs> something that he's doing in the background. That's called. Hey, I, I was on mute. I'm on mute, so it wasn't me. It can't be. It's not me. Oh. So th this is me. We gotta go to a break so we can see we can alleviate this noise. Thing. Yeah, let's go to a break. Because <laughs> I don't want you going no mics. You don't want what? Because I don't want you throwing no mics. 
the sound out. Right, you know what? I, yeah, because I'm the only one that got the mic. How about that? <laughs> I'll take this microphone. Just throw it in. I got all I got is a remote control. <laughs> but it's heavy though. It's it's kind it's coming, it's somewhat heavy. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a break so we can alleviate this noise thing. And uh when we come back. <laughs> And plus, I got to go to break so I can throw this mic down. Um, and when we come back from break, we're going to talk about this YouTube show called Single by Choices that me and Star watched over the weekend. Actually, I have a history of watching it that start because I just put her on to it. But we're going to talk about this particular episode that these two guys put out there in response to an episode that Kendra G had did on the internet. So we'll, we'll cover those bases when we come back from the break. Plus, uh, tonight's topic, this morning's topic, whatever time zone you're in, uh, we're talking about throwing your exes under the bus. Should we continue to throw our exes under the bus like Trey Amazing did a few moments ago? <laughs> I didn't say her name. But you didn't say her name, but you still threw her under the bus. I just said, I was like, yo, we just had a disagreement over the movie. Still a great, still a great person. Just we didn't, on that particular day, on in that particular year, we did not see eye to eye on my criticism of uh, the movie. I don't know, man. That's probably on your end, Trey Amazing, for all that noise. It's probably, did you, was, was the woman that argued with you over a movie, was she into any type of witchcraft or anything? Or, you know, did, did she do anything from a technical aspect? Because that's probably her making all those noises in the background. I'm just doing my Scooby-Doo investigation. Well, I don't, you know, I don't think she was, you know, I put that voodoo on them when I do it, but I don't know if she was in the witchcraft. I don't know. I don't, I don't, somebody trolling us. Somebody, somebody trolling us. All in the matrix. All in the matrix. <laughs> DJ Roller, you good, man? I'm fine. I'm thinking like, do I need to come, you know, exit out and come back in? Yeah. That's what I was going to do. Yeah. I was going to just come back in. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I think we found a problem. Start. Quit. <laughs> drop this one down. Throw, I'm gonna throw this mic at <laughs> Look, you know what? I'm just happy it wasn't me. I'm like, look, I, I'm not guilty. I didn't do it. Thought we had to go to break. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Sir, st really? Yeah. I'm saying this, and she's not here, but we had this problem before a long time ago, though. She was traveling at that time, right. so I don't know if she's traveling or not. I don't know. I don't know. But see, she was the one that said that 50 Cent was an accident, so you know. hey, man, that's why yeah, we got to be careful. Was an accident, but were you, what were you doing when In the Club came on? That's what I all want to know. When the club came on, what did you do? She was doing like this right here, phone with the mic. Well, at least now we know. Well, now we know. That's all that matters. 
we know who the culprit is and so we can move forward. All right. So let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's take a okay. Break. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. We'll be right back. <laughs> mm. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel at Beat Break Radio on YouTube and watch us live. Uh, Sean Garvey, Trey Amazing, DJ Rollum, and Star Kills with her technical difficulties and her sound effects and everything. <laughs> and don't forget to download the podcast FM app to your mobile device so you can take us with you everywhere on the go. It's the Be Bright Morning Show. We'll be right back after these messages. If I can get to the commercial break. We'll be right back. Morning show. Hand clap for that. I think we finally got rid of the technical difficulty. Sean Garvey, DJ Roland, <laughs> Trey Amazing, Star Kills. We yeah, figured yeah. out the problem. We figured out the problem. Who was the problem? Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard you talk about me when I was backstage. I heard you talk about me when I was backstage. So I'm trying to figure out what am I the problem? Stop! Hey, keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> it seems like it's working fine. Stop! DJ Roland. Huh? Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do the soul train. Quit playing with me. <laughs> All right, tonight's topic, uh, this morning's topic, by the way, is brought to you by the kind folks at 87FM 101 The Vibe FM. Make sure you check us out 24-7, reach one network.tv and on 101TheVibeFM.com and also on 
the Flow Television Network. Make sure you check us out on the Flow Television Network, and you can see us live on there. Uh, so tonight's topic, this morning's topic, depending on what time zone you are in, single by choices. Let me work on pulling the video up. Um, so there's a YouTube show called Single by Choices. And let me turn the beat down as I'm queuing up the audio here for this particular segment. I hear that sound again. <laughs> well, let's just say this. It ain't, DJ, it ain't DJ Roland. It ain't Trey. And it ain't me. So you trying to say it's me. You said it. Not me. I ain't even say nothing. Did nothing. Where Where are you, by the way? Are you at Are you at the house? Where are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm always am when I do this. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying you're the one who brought it up earlier. It's like, where's that noise coming from? Because it was working fine, and when I was gone, then out of nowhere it happened. So I'm the corporate. You're the common denominator at the moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Not a damn thing right now. He's like, oh. He's trying to not. He's okay. trying to not be. He's trying not to get hit by a microphone. That's what he's doing. That, he's being quiet. He, he's not trying to get hit by a microphone. Okay. Well, um, let me leave and come back again. And um, if that don't work, then my lovely face will exit the building because y'all ain't gonna keep we don't want you to exit the building now we don't want you to do that you gotta be a part of this conversation because we do need a female perspective on this okay so when i talk does it sound like i'm in the matrix it sounds like snap crackle and pop it sounds like a rice crispy commercial or it's a, you know, okay. it, it sounds like when you put the rice crispy in the cereal and you hear that snap crackle and pop See, you're taking me back to my elementary days as I'm talking to you about this. Oh, okay. Don't say anything else. Let me try to troubleshoot. I'll see you guys in a minute. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Huh. The Keebler Elf. What <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. hmm. It's, it's live radio, y'all. It's live TV and it's live radio. What can you do? Technical difficulties. Happens to the best of us. Okay. She's going to troubleshoot it, y'all. She, she's going to be uh, getting... She's going to be doing her little IT thing. So, uh, in the meantime, I'm going to play an audio clip from a YouTube series called Single by Choices. And let me just give you all the backstory behind this particular content on YouTube. So it's curated by these two content creators, one named Gavin X. I have no relations with this guy, Gavin. Yeah, my government last name is Garvin, but I have no relation with this guy because his first name is Gavin X, which makes me think that Gavin X is or could be 
related to the Malcolm X family. Either that or he's a five percenter. But when you see him on YouTube, he doesn't come off as a five percent. Just saying. Hmm. All right. Um, and then there's another gentleman by the name of Mr. Walker, who sounds like my high school teacher, Mr. Walker. <laughs> and these two guys that look like they could be the former members of the Yinye twins. <laughs> they do a weekly show recapping the highlights from the Kendra G show, which we all talked about Kendra G in the past because I was one of the people that appeared on her show last year looking for love, not looking for an F buddy, like 80% of the people that are on her show. So, mm. yeah. Um, so anyway, they do a show recapping the highlights of the women that come on Kendra G's show and uh, to, you know, pretty much make it plain and short. They make fun of them. Of the women. You know, and, and the women that these two guys talk about are the women that come on there looking for, quote unquote, a high value man that makes six figures, that could take care of them, this, that, and the other. You know, and Trey Amazing, the dating commentator, I thought I had, I wanted to bring him on the show because you're no stranger to watching other content creators put out these type of content, these type of shows out there in the universe. And, you know, we spoke before off camera and on camera about people in the Manosphere movement, including the main person, Kevin Samuels, which these two guys apparently are picking up where Kevin Samuels left off at. So I'm going to play an excerpt from an episode that they did a few days ago. Uh, there was a Caucasian lady that called into Kendra G's show and uh, Kendra G's other co-host co-hosted this particular episode uh, this particular night. And this Caucasian lady called in claiming that something happened to her. So I'm going to play the excerpt. I'm going to play it for you all. I'm going to hide my camera screen so that way you won't be distracted by this handsome face here. And uh, let you all hear what these two guys had to say about this woman, which caused us to have this conversation that we're having right now. So here we go. This is single by choices. Check it out. Over the world, which was really weird. Um, but I just update for a couple of reasons. Um, it's about safety. Um, I actually met a gentleman out for a drink. I was with friends. He drugged my drink, drove me home, and raped me. Oh, hell um, Yeah. So that happened uh, the day after. Here we go. See, Andy Dix and stuff, Karen Top. Well, Karen Top here said she met, she was on Kendra show months back. She met a man last year or whatever. And she went on a date with this man. He got her drunk, uh, put something in her drink, and, and great, some type of drink took place. This is her words. And now she's about to sue Kendra. She, Kendra liable. Holy hell. <laughs> 
honest, man. That's some wild stuff to come up on Beyonce's in there and say like that. That's a heck of an allegation. That's why that makes them real foggy and fuzzy. Yeah, I was on your show, and from your show, I met a guy from your show, and he took me home. And no, we went out for drinks. He 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 put something in my drink. Then he drug me home. And then had his way with me. And she just, look how she said it. Look at this. Y'all know who this woman is. I ain't here. I ain't feeling it. She just all happy and giddy. Uh, let's, I got the football junkie. Where's the police report? Let's see if we got here. Here we go. <laughs> Thanksgiving last year. And um, I haven't had any interest in meeting anyone else that reached out, obviously, for obvious reasons that kind of. It, it does something to you, right? There's a sense of uh, a lack of safety. Um, and so I, I only, I'm only saying this. I don't want to be featured on the show again as a, a single person. I don't want to do that. I just want to talk about how important it is to, like, really, really get to know the people that you're linking up with. I see a lot of, like, these women, like, oh, he flew me out. He did this. Like, that's dangerous. That's really dangerous, especially when you've only talked to somebody a handful of times or for a hand, you know, a handful of days. We're so we're so in desire of wanting to move quickly, right? And to just find somebody and not be alone that we don't always think about how we should be protecting ourselves. And I had to learn a really, really hard lesson in a really, really bad way. And I, I will tell you that I filed charges against him, um, you know, the police really, really slow. This happened in Indiana. Um, it took six months for them to take. Now, stop the cow. Now, you, this is Karen. And you, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's call this a black man you met on the Kendra show. And the police is slow to move. You shut your line, nigga, Come on. Here's to put here. Here we go. Picture this. All right. Like my girl for Golden Girls. Picture this. All right. This woman goes to the Hey, I'm redhead Susie. Big Tyrone done done something bad to me. They come in with right here, uh, stun grenades. Is in there. What are we talking about, Susie? No, they ain't moving slow. All right. Yeah. So that was an excerpt from Single by Choices, hosted by Gavin X and Mr. Walker. Uh, what is up with these brothers calling out the Golden Girls tonight? I don't know what's going on there. Oh, hey. they're not hey, that old. Don't sleep on the Golden Girls, homie. I know what I'm saying. They're not that, they're not that old. They're not like in their upper 40s and 50s, so I know they're not that old. So I don't know why they bring that up. Rest in peace to Betty White. You know, they, they and, the whole, and all the golden girls, all of them did. Listen, all of them gone. Listen, if I was if I if I was forty, which I will be forty in a couple of months, if I was forty back in the nineteen nineties, oh, definitely Betty White would have got it. She would have got it. She definitely would have got it. <laughs> no comment. No comment. But okay, man. I'm okay. just saying, Betty White in that other. Cast member from the Golden Girls. Blanche. I'm not talking. Talk, Blanche is Blanche. that might be her. 
Blanche is the one, man. That's what I said. Yeah, Blanche, Blanche is the, the one. one. Blanche was she was the she was the sixty five year old thought back then. Yeah, that's her. That's her. Yeah. Yes. Oh, definitely. You know, everybody else. No, I mean, you said Betty White. I'm like, look, bro, I ain't gonna judge you. That's what uh, I say. <laughs> I'm trying not to judge you. Blanche. I understand. I'm like, okay, yeah, Blanche. I, yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, but those two can get it, man. I just love Betty White for her personality. So that's the thing. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, 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 we make we. That's the the comic we leave for tonight. Um, yeah. So these two guys took an excerpt from that particular episode. And, and basically, they are saying that the white lady is capping. She's lying about being raped. So just to recap a little bit, she gets on Kendra G's show, and that night it was co-hosted by Sack Book that Kendra G works alongside with. And... Uh, she was basically saying that she met a guy off of the Kendra G show and uh, the guy went on a date with her. The guy put something in her drink allegedly, we gotta say allegedly now, uh, and raped her. And so fast forward, uh, the lady that came on the show stated that she called the authorities, she's pressing charges against the guy, Uh Nothing updated at this moment because she claims that the local authorities are in the process of of um, making an arrest. And, and so the two guys, basically, you know, they just said that she's lying and that uh, she got on there just to be capping and also are speculating that this was a black guy that did this to her. So, I want to get your thoughts. And it's too bad we don't have Star on at the moment because I, I definitely want to get a woman's perspective on it. Um, want to get your guys' thoughts real quick on what you all just heard before I give my two cents to the conversation. Um, it, well, you know what? I guess the first thing I thought about was as someone, you know, I'm, my platform is nowhere near as big as uh, Kennedy, but I had a similar incident uh, over 10 years ago where a friend of mine joined my Facebook group, Ringside. Shout out to the Ringside community. And my friend met a guy in the group and unbeknownst to me, not like, I, you know, I don't need to micromanage people's dating habits and practices. They meet somebody in my community. But she ended up meeting a guy in my community, went out on a date, and she came back to me and told me how guy, the guy was crazy and irrational, so on and so forth. And it got to the point where, based on the details of her experience with the with this guy that she met in my group, I added an indemnification clause. Even, you know, Facebook group, even in a Facebook group, it's a free group, whatever, I had to add an indemnification clause, meaning if you meet somebody in this group and they turn out to be crazy, you can't sue me because this is not a matchmaking group. I'm not endorsing. I'm not personally endorsing anybody in this group, so I can't speak to the character of anybody. So if you come into my group and you happen to meet someone, you, you meet someone, hey, great, you guys have a fairy tale ending. I support that. But if you meet somebody in my group and they turn out to be crazy, um, I'll have your back, but you can't sue me because the fact of the matter is, you know, I'm not encouraging it. I'm not telling anybody that everybody in the group is sane and whatnot. So for Kendra, I would just tell her really to 
you know, lawyer up, you know, really cover her basis from a legal standpoint, because we live in a, a very litigious, um, you know, day and age where everybody, you can be sued for anything. You know, I hate the fact that this happened to the, you know, this is true. I hate that this happened to this woman and I hope they bring the perpetrator, um, you know, to justice. Um, I would just, you know, tell Kendra, do any and everything you can to legally protect yourself because people are crazy. There are people out here who are committing uh, sexual assault and there are people out here who are lying about it. So regardless of the case, I would just say, look, not sure what happened, but I'm going to protect myself, protect my brand. If what happened really happened, then I want this woman to find justice. And, you know, I hope she gets the justice she deserves. But so... To back up for one moment, because we've all heard pieces of the of the conversation of the audio. The woman that came on never said that she was going to sue nor file a lawsuit against Kendra G nor okay. Kendra G Media. Those were the two guys that said, mm-hmm. Oh, they're about to file a lawsuit against Kendra G. She never said that. Okay, good. My bad. So that's one thing. Um, I, I, I'm about to say something else. Go ahead, DJ Rowan. Your turn. Well, I heard all that. The first thing that came to my mind was Bill Cosby's case. That's the first thing that came to my mind was Bill Cosby's case from 40, 50 years ago <laughs> and whatnot. And and they coming out in uh, 2020, yeah, 2020, saying something happened to me 50 years ago. You know about the same scenario what that woman just explained and whatnot. I'm like this. Um, I don't condone um, you know anything that you don't want to do. I don't condone that. That's number one. But number two, um, you going out on a date and this is 2023. This is a date in 2023. So you trying to tell me you have faith? And the opposite sex, or even the same sex, getting an open drink coming from a bar that you did not see the bartender create. And going to trust this other person to give this drink to you and you think there's nothing in it and whatnot. Unless you see the bartender make the drink, him or herself, I ain't drinking Jack. Because there's certain things going on this day and age with all the social media stuff going on for the last, what, 15 years now, going on 20 years, and you're going to trust a person that you're going out with to give you a drink, something happens, you didn't uh, condone it, I'm, and, and, and whatever. Now, like you said, Sean, you know, there's no lawsuit coming from her words or her mouth, and they're saying, and the guy said that there may be a lawsuit coming from their mouths and whatnot. The problem is that when you go out on a date, never trust the other person giving you a drink when you don't know them. Period. Now, does does that condone for them to do what they want? No. Who started though? That's that's, that's, That's the question right there. Who started? Who asked for the drink? And who got the drink? That's 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 where it started right there. I ain't trusting nobody to give me no drink that I don't know 
to do what they want to possibly do what they want to do. That's my sense on that. Mm-hmm. Well, my energy is more directed to the two guys that did the episode. Here's what here's what my problem is than the problem I had with the woman who called in to Kendra G's show. First of all, um, as a person, not just only as a broadcaster, but just as an individual who talks to women all the time, I've talked to women that have been raped, that have been molested, that have been sexually assaulted. And as a human being, I take rape seriously. Like claiming rape or claiming somebody sexually assaulted you and or raped you is a serious allegation. And that's something that should not be made fun of. Whether you are doing a podcast, whether you are doing a radio broadcast, any form of media, I take offense to people who don't know a person to say, oh, well, she should have not did that. And, you know, she capping and all that other stuff. We don't know the full story. And for her to come on and say that, if that did happen, that took a lot of courage for her to do that. Because there are some women who have been raped before or who have had something done to them before, would not put that out there on a public platform like a Kendra G show. And I would have had the same reaction as Sack Book. Because it, it doesn't matter what race you are, uh, what your background is. And, and I know us as Black men, we tend to always support and root for the black woman and and making sure that we as black men have healthy conversations about black women being protected. But I would never ever, as a person of color, as a man of color, I would not never ever ever wish the same fate on a woman who is not of the Africa diaspora. I would not want that to happen to an Asian woman. I would not want that happen to a Hispanic woman. I would not want that to happen to a Latino woman, a white woman, no matter what race you are. Rape, rape, female, female, and male or female. But in most cases, we hear this about women. And I think it's very tragic for men in our community, black men, to highlight that part of the show, part of the episode, and assume that she's lying. Well, what if she's not lying? Right. What if she's not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we can all agree on the morning show, we can all agree that there has been incidents of women black and or white that have accused other men of rape when when it wasn't true. Right. 
there have been cases, yes. But whether the woman wasn't lying or whether she was lying, we can't turn that into a spectacle. Right. As content creators. I, I think that was a very irresponsible thing that those two guys did mm-hmm. on their part. I agree. I agree 100%. I, I do agree. Um, give it, treat it with the seriousness it deserves. Because again, you know, we have to treat this like, okay, what if that woman was someone we knew? What if it was our daughter? What if it was our sister? What if I was, was our mother? You know, we wouldn't want anybody, content creator or otherwise, to make, like Sean said, a spectacle of it or make it entertainment, you know, for their audiences. Like, no, that's a serious thing. Um, that's something serious and it needs to be treated with uh, the severity it deserves. So, like I said, I hope this woman gets the, the justice she deserves. Uh, big time. All right. I, I do have a question, Sean, from that clip. Um, for that particular episode, I'm not looking for the likes, but did you see any of the comments on that particular episode? Did you read any of them? I did not get a chance to. Actually, I can do that right now as we are discussing this conversation. Uh, but what it is, is it being a YouTube show, just like what we do with the morning show, right? right exactly. We get comments. We get comments. But um, what they also do is that have people sending the content money. Or they have this thing called Super Chat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they have this thing called Super Chat where the verbiage would come up and it would display what the viewer is saying or, or the message that they're conveying to both the audience and to the people that are hosting the show. Mm-hmm. Now, the Super Chat can also come in the form of monetization. So it can also show it, it not only shows you what they saying in the message, but it also show you how much that individual is putting into the content or is putting into the broadcast. Mm-hmm. But I, so to your point, to your question, DJ Roland, uh, in the super chats, I've seen some things that they said about the woman. There was one thing I, I read in the super chats that said that they compared her to uh, Carrot Top. What? And I'm like, Top. I can't believe that. Really? And, and it was so hard for me because once again, I'm a comic guy, right? And I love jokes and people making fun and making jokes of people that look like a certain type of well-known figure, but just not in that moment, though. Right. Yes, it, it is. It is a case of uh, too soon, way too soon. Jesus, man! They, they just by the clip that you played, and then you explain what you said of what they're comparing it to. It's gone beyond what the actual case is about, and whatnot. They should never. Uh, gotten that far with that because they're going on an assumption because I believe they're scared and try to make it comical by being scared that you know they may get sued for this because these those gentlemen did talk about or that individual male did talk about possible lawsuit and whatnot uh, just like uh, our gentleman here on, on the Beat Break Morning Show 
said that when someone from his brand goes out, he makes sure he's protected in case they go out that if it, something happens, he's not getting sued for that because it's not a dating site. So what the the gentleman uh, on that clip uh, should have done is not really make fun, but make it make an observation of what could possibly happen. And sorry, this and this is an example of what has happened. You know, as an example of be careful of who you hook up with and, and whatnot. And back to my statement from earlier about going, getting a drink with a stranger. So um, that's where it all lies into. So I think fear uh, was trying to be the culprit of being the comedy and whatnot, because fear was is the underlying statement and in, in, in what those guys said or that guy said. Yeah, but she did make it aware. The lady who called into Kendra G's show and explained what happened, she did make it a point to keep people aware in regards to going out and meeting a person for the first time. That's why she said, that's what she said, what she said. Like, you know, please be careful when you're dating somebody, get to know the person, be aware of your surroundings. Like, she said all that. She said all that. So I think she... I don't think she was holding Kendra G responsible. She was holding herself accountable. So it wasn't like she came on the live and said, you know, you are the ones that don't pre-screen the folks that come on Kendra G's show singles live and this, that, and the other. Like she owned up to her responsibility. And I know she regrets that. And, and there could have been some things that she should have not done that night, you know, but I, I I think the ultimate goal, once again, and I go back to the color of my skin, I think the ultimate goal is I want us as Black people to not laugh at everything. Right. And we have a history of doing that. We have a history of making a spectacle of everything unless, unless it's an unarmed black person getting beat down, shot, and killed by the police. That's when the laughter is over. Well, it's, it's over. It, you know, let me just a slight correction. Uh, it's over on the part of most African Americans. It begins on the part of, um, you know, some other people. Um, but I definitely agree. I do. I do feel like you know. Look, I love comedy. I love to laugh. I love a good joke. I love a good punchline. But there are times where we need to just kind of be serious for a little bit, especially when we talk about things like sexual assault, life and death. I, you know, Sean, I felt the same way. This may be very unpopular, but I actually felt the same way um, this summer after that submarine imploded. I hated the fact that I went on TikTok and saw people that same day start making jokes and memes. I'm like, look, people died. We can, we don't have to make light, you know, as, as a group of people, as a race of people, we don't have to make light of this. The fact that, what was it, like six people or something like that right. died down there. And then again, that same day it was reported, you start seeing all these videos of people making fun of it. And I'm like, certain things like, y'all, look, it, it's not, the joke isn't worth it at that point. After a while, it's not worth the lack of decency. So I agree. I think this is a case where we can do away with the laughter and do away with the comic relief. 
and just treat it with the seriousness it deserves. But you know, right. I take ownership on myself too because it was a show that I should have not been watching. You know, and it for me, you know, being a broadcaster and like I said previously, I don't consider myself to be a content creator because I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing content before everybody in the YouTube universe have been doing yeah. it. And I've been trained and ingrained into making content that's going to make a difference in people's lives. And that's going to empower, whether it's empower your family, empower you, empower your community, empower your network, your circle of friends, whatever that looks like. It was ingrained in me to do that. And yeah, I have done shows before where I brought in women who have been victims of rape, who have been victims of molestation, who have been victims of domestic abuse. I know plenty of women who work in the industry, in the media industry, that have been raped, that have been molested, and so forth and so forth. You know, and uh, as a person who also comes from the comedy background that I come from, I have to be careful and be mindful of when I'm curating content that I don't make a spectacle of things that people will find very sensitive. I can be controversial at times, of course, you know, not just because for the cloud and for the ratings and for the likes and the attention, but I use platforms, whether it's internet or terrestrial, to say the things that some people are scared to say on a platform. That's just what it is. Yeah, but but you know after that, after that after watching that excerpt from the show, I said to myself, I can't keep watching this. I can't, I can't keep watching this. It's it's toxic. Mm-hmm. That's no it, to me. That's no end game. There's right. no end game for shows like that. And the part I mentioned, and and I wanted Star to be a part of this conversation as well too, because we we're about to go into our next topic real quick because we're going to be wrapping up soon. Um. Me and Star, and you was here, DJ Roland, when we had the conversation about Kevin Samuels. Because mm-hmm. the show, Single by Choices, is inspired by Kevin Samuels. Right. A lot of people in the manosphere, via YouTube, have created content inspired by Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels have paved the way for a lot of these black content male creators to put out content that I won't necessarily say speak to women, but are talking at women. <laughs> let me say that one more say, time. Say it, say it again. Let me say it again. So for, for the people in the back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Say it again. Say it again. Um, they are creating content to not speak to women, not speak with women, but to speak at women. There you go. Okay. So I agree with that assessment. Absolutely. Um, so when we brought up the conversation on Kevin Samuels, pre-death and post-death of Kevin Samuels, because you came in uh Trey Amazing when we did the 
post-death episode of Kevin Samuels. Yeah, you called, you reached out to me the day he died. Yeah. And I was on your show that uh, that day. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a very big episode. It was a very, very big episode. And um, me and Star had a debate centered mm. around Kevin Samuels. You was there, of course. DJ Rowling remembers. And and it was surrounding Kevin Samuels. Um, and, and, and you know, it's in our archive section under Beat Break Radio via YouTube if you want to check it out. But it, it seemed like I was taking on the side of Kevin Samuels. Like I was team Kevin Samuels. And obviously Star Kells wasn't. She have seen shows of Kevin Samuels and to use the T word triggered. She was triggered by a, a lot of stuff that Kevin Samuels has said. And I, I want to clarify something. Because on air and off air, when the conversation is brought up about Kevin Samuels, hmm. people automatically assume that I am team Kevin Samuels. Let me make something clear. I have never been team Kevin Samuels. I have never subscribed to his YouTube channel. I have never helped monetize his channel. I have invited Kevin Samuels to be on the Beat Break Morning Show. He never replied. You know, he didn't say yes. He didn't say no. He just never replied. But I, I wanted to bring him on the show to get an understanding of why he did what he did, why he put out the content and, and why he say the things that he said. Because I'm a firm believer that there is a thing called cause and effect. There's a root to why we do the things that we do and we say the things that we say and, and mm -hmm. why we treat people the way we treat people. But I was never, ever, ever a team Kevin Samuels. And, and shout outs to Austin from Voices in the Street. Uh, and, I'm, you know, we both come from the comedy community. And I know he was joking when I was on his show, their show, because it wasn't just only him, but it was, you know, it was a, a few other people on the show. And, you know, he said on air when I was promoting Soul Dates Live, he said that, oh, you like Kevin Samuels. Like, Earth? In my Scooby-Doo voice. Earth? How can I like a person that I never met? I mean, you can't. Can you can you can like you can admire and like right, yeah. Someone yeah, that you know because I, I I've never met I've never met Bruce Lee, but I, but he's inspired me as a martial artist. Um, never met Malcolm X, but I, I definitely flew all the way to New York and drove to Hartsdale, New York, upstate, to visit his grave, uh, just because I admire his work. I think a lot of people, for the people who made fun of Kevin after he died and made all these jokes, I don't think they, um, I don't think they really took into account how many people would pick up the baton and pick up the mantle and continue his work. Because the fact of the matter is, Kevin Samuels is not here in you know the flesh, but his words and his his um, you know, his mission still continues with a lot of men. Everything Sean just said pretty much echoes how I feel. I'm not 
team Kevin Samuels. I'm not against him. He was my frat brother. So I have a modicum of love and respect from him, you know, from a, from a fraternity standpoint. Um, but I never, I never subscribed to his YouTube channel. Um, and he was never somebody I felt like, okay, he's the, the godfather and the guru. I, I feel that the space needed his voice. I think this space was big enough for him to have a voice because the space was big enough for a lot of other people to express their opinions. You know, we, there wasn't an issue when there were other content creators expressing opinions about relationships and dating that, um, people found controversial, but when he came out, all of a sudden there's a difference, but I never, like I said, I, I reached out to him as well. I, I remember I sent him an email. I still have the email somewhere. I wanted to interview him for my channel. I never heard back from him, but, um, yeah, it is what it is. Well, let me circle back to what I said about what I just said just now before you um, made your commentary, Troy. Um, when I said, how can I, or when I asked the question, how can I like somebody that I never met before? There's a saying out there where you never, ever, ever want to meet your heroes. Kevin was never, ever, ever my hero. I respected the fact that he was a businessman because at the end of the day, it was business for him because he made money. He made a lot of money off of his content. He was internationally known. I respect him for his business strategy, which I liked about him, but I didn't like him as a person for me to get to really know Kevin Samuels because, see, here's the thing with the theater of the mind. You can be one thing on camera. You can be one thing on radio. And then when the microphone is turned off, when the cameras are off, you are a totally different person or you're the same person that you was before that mic was open. So that's what I mean when I say that how can I like a person after I never met the person? I like Common. I like Common. You know why? Because I met him in person. I like so many celebrities that I that me and DJ Roland interviewed. Um, I like RZA from Wu-Tang because I met RZA from Wu-Tang. You know? Um, and, and and even some of the people that you have seen on TV and in films that you think that oh yeah that that person is an asshole that person is a butthole whatever whatever but then when you meet them in person and you get to know them and everything you're like wait a minute the public's perception of that person is not what I thought he or she is in real life. So to me, a lot of these people, whether they are content creators, whether they are actors and actresses, that's that's what it is at the end of the day, just actors. Oh yeah, no, you, you said you 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 know, I think you hit the nail on the head, um, which I mean is, is slightly slightly triggering for me, you know, that word perception. You know, any most people that know me know I can't stand, I really am bothered and I get triggered when I hear people say perception is reality. Mm -hmm. That really hurt that hurts me a lot. Because perception is not reality. Perception, right. you know, I, but people, there are people, you know, you hear that echoed a lot. Perception is reality. No, it's not. If perception was reality, then 
you know, I think perception is just shaped by your own prejudices, your own beliefs, values, and how you choose. You make a choice to process certain stimuli. It doesn't make it the reality. It doesn't make it real. It just means this is how you view it and see it in your head. And so Mm -hmm. I agree with Sean in that sense because I perceive a lot of people and a lot of things one way, but I do recognize this is my perception. It may not be real. This person, this person that I like, in reality, if I met them, they probably may be the biggest jerk, the biggest, you know, buttwad or whatever. But on screen or on TV, on the radio, I like them. And I may perceive them a certain way, but that, but because I perceive them a certain way, that may not be the reality. It may not be the actual truth. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I never subscribe to Kevin Samuels. I mean, what I got away or what the thing I got from Kevin Samuels when he was alive and the content, the episodes that I watched of him, I've learned to just be direct with people. Like be honest and be authentic and be transparent when you're in the dating market. And if you're in that stage in your life, if you had that mind state that you already know what you want. So let me give you all a quick backstory. I had two people, one of them, DJ Rollinos, who put me on to Kevin Samuels. I didn't care for Kevin Samuels. I didn't care for watching Kevin Samuels until these two individuals put me on to him. Which, by the way, they were black. Number one was a woman, and the other one was a guy. And I started watching them post-breakup. Now, if you know, you know that in one season of the Beat Break Morning Show, 2020, during the pandemic, I was having mental health issues stemming from a breakup that occurred during the pandemic. That breakup led to me doing episodes during the Beat Break Morning Show and me being candid, very candid about not only about my mental health, but also about my past relationship with my ex. And so when I started watching Kevin Samuels episodes and listening to what he was saying, in my mind, I thought about my ex because the things that Kevin Samuels was saying about women wanting high value men, this, that, and the other, that was my ex. Because my ex at the time, what before, before my ex and I was in a serious relationship, that's all the guys that my ex were dating. Before we started dating, my ex or my girlfriend at that time was dating high-value men. Six figures a year and everything, tall, all the whole nine. And I started resonating to what I was watching post-breakup because I was hurt. Mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And I've been very candid about that on both this platform and on the mental space. 
But the thing I want people to remember when they are watching these type of shows on YouTube is that when you watch too many of these episodes or these shows in the manosphere about the black women and black women this and black women that, keep in mind that you start becoming addicted to them. <laughs> and what happens is your mind will be morphed into going against the women that you are supposed to protect. Keep in mind, fellas, you came from a black woman. What uh, Tupac said in the song? <laughs> dear mama. Or, dear mama. Or keep your head up. Mm-hmm. Why we degrade our woman when we came from our woman? And I don't want to be in that space mm -hmm. just because you have new age women out here that want a certain man. Go for it, ladies. Go for it. Be happy with certain type of men. That means that you're not for me. That means you're not for me and I'm not for you. And that's cool. That's cool. But I, 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 I can't put the time and energy into being more into that world. You know, especially as a mental health advocate like myself. And that leads into the conversation um, that I really wanted Star to come on. Damn, Star. Damn. <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been waiting several days to do the show. And yeah. yeah. Okay, she's probably going to have to get a new phone or something by next week. Um, should we throw our exes under the bus in light of what's been going on in the world of pop culture, of course? Uh, Neo singer, Neo's ex-wife, Monetta Shar, was mm -hmm. on a, on, once again, a YouTube show. Um, on a show recently claiming that the split between, or actually, let me correct, uh, ex-fiance, not ex-wife, ex-fiance, Mayetta Sharp, claims they split up because Neo wanted too many threesomes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, and this is no cap. This is no cap. <laughs> she, said, she said this on a program. I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it up. I'm gonna try to pull it up real quick. I'm gonna try to pull it up real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Um, mm, mm -hmm. but really quick, what did you all watch the interview? No, no, I, I didn't watch it. I just saw the headline and I kept I wasn't I wasn't that interested. So I kept I kept scrolling. But I remember seeing that headline. I, I remember seeing he wanted he wanted too many threesomes like he wanted threesomes every day. And I'm like, I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> yeah, um, right. I'm like, dude, I mean, <laughs> do you want a, a monogamous relationship or polygamy? You know I mean, <laughs> polygamous relationship. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, as, but as a result, I did see a video. He he uploaded he uploaded a a, a short uh, where he talked about he's just not built for 
monogamous relationships. And, you know, my mindset is, you know, it's good to discover that about yourself. Self-reflection, self-discovery is extremely important because I encourage people to be honest with themselves. You got to be honest with yourself. Um, and it's nothing wrong. It doesn't make you a bad person that monogamy doesn't work for you. It makes you a bad person if you're in a relationship and involved with someone that thinks because of what you told them that you're monogamous and you're not. It's okay mm -hmm. to be open and transparent and say, look, one person doesn't do it for me. I need to be with multiple people. That's totally fine as long as you can be upfront about that with people you meet. Because fact, fact of the matter is there's a tribe out there for everybody. There's a tribe, a, a large tribe of people who feel the exact same way. They're not monogamous. And there's nothing wrong with that. You shouldn't demonize people like that. It's just, you know, again, if you're in a, if you're in a marriage or relationship where you have promise or you have told someone, I'm going to be faithful to you, then you turn around and do some other stuff like that, then there's a problem. But he admitted, Neo was up, well, he was up front about like, look, I'm not, I, I can't do monogamous relationships. Okay. Here's my point before Sean says what he needs to say. He proposed to her. Did he discover he was into monogamous relationships before he proposed? That's oh, my no. problem. If you're going to propose to one person and then, ha then have these ideas of being in a polygamous relationship, that's when I have a problem with you. He should have known that before he opened up his mouth. That's just me. Well, mm -hmm. Both parties should have had the conversation. Both Communication is important. Or, I mean, but, you know, and somebody made a comment. It's like, you know, to play devil's advocate, I don't encourage, promote, or justify infidelity. Um, someone made an interesting comment, like, you know, certain certain doors shouldn't be open. So, you know, sometimes you need to leave Pandora's box closed. And someone made the case of what if it's a case of someone actually getting married, being monogamous, and their partner granting them that one time, you know, three way and they got addicted to it, then what happens? You know, it, it could be a case of, hey, you wanted to surprise your partner, give them that threesome that they always wanted. You made it happen. And what happens is they got addicted to it or they started to like it. Or in Neo's case, it could be it could be a case of, look, I'm Neo. I'm known worldwide. You know, I got my choice and my I got access to women all over the world. It may be a case of why, if I'm Neo, why should I be with one person? But um, either way, it's, it's all it all leads to just it's all trifling. You know what I think? I think the ex-wife or ex-fiance, I'm sorry, Mayetta, I think she was cool with it at first, but then was like, you know what? On second thought, hmm. I don't know. I don't think this life isn't for me. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. that happens. Sometimes that does happen in relationships. You know, people grow. People have a change of heart later on. You know, so even, even if you have a conversation in the beginning with that person and you say, hey, look, this is my lifestyle. I'm into other women. You know, are you cool with having an open relationship or are you cool with having this type of relationship and what have you? You know, I just believe that if you're in that mindset where you like, well, you know, I'm walking into unchanted territory, uncharted territory, I mean, and um, 
you know, I don't know, but I give it a shot. If, if, if your mindset is, well, I don't know, but because I love this person, I'm willing to give it a shot. You taking a risk right there and you need to do some self-reflection before you go any further with that person. Just because it's Neo, just because this person got a brand and a name that that doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. Thank you. I have to say this. Um, in the DJ world, they a lot of stuff goes unsaid. And I heard from many DJs over the years. And um, they allow certain things to happen. And they're in a relationship, dating or in marriage and whatnot. And I heard it. I heard the stories and I'm like, wow, nice. OK. Doesn't mean I want to join what they're doing or have to or try to get the opportunity like they had because of their status and whatnot. So yeah, I, I feel I, I feel what she's saying and whatnot, you know, because you got to understand the lifestyle of the partner. My wife love her to death, and Sean knows this. She knows she know know me when I first started and whatnot. And I know she probably heard some stories and whatnot, but I don't get myself involved in that. And she just knows my personality that I don't get into stuff like that and whatnot. So it's it's to each his own. Can you can you really handle? the status of your partner if he or she is a celebrity, musician, entertainer, wherever the case may be. you got to understand that. Are you willing to accept it because you know things possibly may happen or be introduced to them? Well, man. Well, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So we're going to have to finish this conversation later um, because I wanted us to get deep into the conversation of should you, should we actually, should we continue to throw our exes under the bus? So we're going to put a bookmark in the conversation there. Um, Trey, amazing. I know you got to go. As always, I appreciate it, man. Uh, this month, National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. We're going to be doing a couple of episodes on suicide this month on 1380 WLK during the mental space. And you will be back on with me uh, on September 13th to talk about contemplating suicide after a breakup. Ooh, we're just going nice. we're just going from one. We're going from one serious subject matter to the next one. Dang. That's deep. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, Trey Mason, how can people follow you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Dating Commentator. Um, but mostly, I would prefer people, if you're on YouTube, go to YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash ringside LLC. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. All right. There you go, man. Well, I look forward to having you, Blase and Alicia Bridges back on dating behind the scene in a few days from now and uh, engaging in that very important conversation, man, you know, in uh, observance of National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, man. All right. I appreciate it, Trey. Amazing. All right, man. Thank you for having me again, uh, Sean. Right. Nice to meet you, DJ Roland. Holla at y'all later. All right, man.
All right, DJ Roller Man. Um, I would I don't know what we're gonna do in the next hour of the morning show. We're probably gonna get into some music, man. But uh, we're definitely gonna pick back up on this conversation later. Yeah. And yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's a trip, man. It's it's just a, a plain trip on the subject itself. You know, yeah. um, like I said, uh, even over it was on about the other topic. We're in a new age now. We're just in a new age, and people got to understand it ain't like the same old way of when you meet somebody at a club, lounge, case maybe, whatever. Um, right. You know, you write down a phone number. Yeah. Now, you want to make sure the phone number works. You know, it's that person because you don't know if it's a Google number, the real number. Right. All that. Are they going to answer and everything? Right. You know, you don't want to talk to an AI person over the phone, too. Right. <laughs> or the AI. That's, oh, yes. That's, that's, there's now AI fake calls now. <laughs> and you're thinking, you're talking to the person that gave you the number and really is an AI person. <laughs> he went even extra on AI. Okay. Okay. Wow. 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 I only thing I can say is the longer you are single, or the people that you bring on to the show that are single, that's the only way I'm going to know how the dating scene is, you know, by being married. Because, I, you know, I don't touch that scene, you know. Right. Um, but it, but it's a trip, though. It's, 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 it really is a trip is. Um, yeah. on what's, what's going on with this world. And, 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 and it's totally changed, man. It's, it's, it yeah. It still amazes me to this day. And I'm just so blessed and honored and glad that I ain't had to be to, married. Not just to be <laughs> married, but I ain't had to go through all that. I went through it, but I ain't had to marry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so right. that's the thing. That's the whole difference. Yeah, yeah, man. Because the dating pool is starting to become like a kiddie pool. Really is. Ooh. Right. The big yeah. pool, the big pool, or the real super duper little kiddie pool that the little plastic thing you just put some um um water in. <laughs> that you can get from Walmart, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, wow. Y'all make sure y'all follow DJ Rollum on all social media at DJ Rollum. And I believe I've been X'd out of X. <laughs> That's the new Twitter name nowadays. X. Formerly known as Twitter. Right. They yeah. still say Twitter. Some people still say Twitter. Uh, even um, corporations still say Twitter, you know, even though it's represented by X. So they still say it. So, well, hey, listen, you're not going to get a response back from me. You're not going to get a follow back from me on X, but you <laughs> will get a follow from me on IG at Sean Garvey ATL. And if you don't mess with Instagram, you can follow me on Facebook at Sean Garvey, all right. So I gotta yeah. get that change at the bottom there at Sean Garvey on Instagram, not Twitter, not X at Sean Garvey ATL on Instagram. But yeah, like I said, uh, we'll we'll piggyback on uh, this conversation on throwing X's under the bus, which right? I need to stop doing. I need to stop doing. I don't even do that a lot, to be honest with you. I throw un- I throw other people under the bus. Um, a lot. I I used to do that, uh, throw X's under the bus and and under the train and yeah. and throw them out the plane and everything like that. But uh, the thing about With it no is, parachute. 
Yeah, but no parachute. No parachute. No, 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 no. The thing about it is, is it's a learning lesson. Yeah. Well, you don't want to repeat. That's the thing. It, whoever is your ex is an ex for a reason and learn from what you have been dealing with, have dealt with, not dealing with, have dealt with. Mm. Do you want to repeat? Go back. If yeah. you don't want to repeat, learn and see what's better for you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Angelique mentioned in the comment section that maybe they need to be rolled over. <laughs> rolled over? LMBO. Okay. Yeah. Roll over with a Mack truck or with a sedan? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about a bus now. You know? Okay, a bus. Okay, all right, but, uh, all right. Are we talking about mobility? Uh, okay. You're talking about or that extra long bus <laughs> that goes through the city? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you tune in, let me see. If you tune in next Sunday, if you tune in next Sunday around this time at 8 p.m., we will uh, continue on with this conversation. You know, so uh, yeah. You know, should you throw your ex under the bus? Mm. Should we continue to throw our ex under the bus? And and I will not only circle back, but I will explain more of why we having this conversation. Because it's it's becoming a trend now. It's becoming a trend on social media that a lot of people are doing just to vent, just to rant just to get whatever it is off their chest about their ex. But how is that working out for you? How is that working out for you? You're still single. Winter is coming. <laughs> you won't be able to grab a person like DJ Roland because he's locked in already. Over a year and counting. <laughs> yeah, the same. All right, man. Uh, we're gonna stop this live here. And, okay. Then. Uh, yeah, and then we have enough time. I think we have enough time for a DJ Roland mix. We have enough right. time for a DJ Roland mix because we're still celebrating fifty years of hip hop. Yes, sir. Yes, we're still celebrating fifty years of hip hop. DJ Roland will be on the ones and twos doing his thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so once again, follow us at Beat Break Radio. All of the archives and highlights are on Podcast FM and wherever you get your podcasts from. And again, like I said, next week, part two of this combo, Should You Go Your Ex Under the Bus? Part two of this conversation will return. All right? Cool. Okay, cool, man. All right. FM, 101 The Broadband FM. Stay tuned. Y'all keep it locked for more of the Beat Break Morning Show.